Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker. Joining me today is a man who I will always take to a horse race. In fact, I'll bet on him too. It's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? Well, hi. I just noticed that you changed your camera angle. Oh, oh God. Now yes. you're seeing my anti-waving arms. Sorry, everybody. It's all right. Okay. Really? You think you're going to have a taller head than me? I don't think so. <laughs> Um, hi, hi, Ronnie. How are hi, you? Hi, Ben. I'm good. How are you, babe? It's good. I'm good. It's Crappens on Demand today. That's why, that's why we're comparing head sizes. I, I changed up my angles. So I have this desk. I got this desk famously a few months ago. Not really famous. Famously in my own mind. It's a standing desk. And I got little wheels on it, little casters. And I was like, you know what? There's a reason why I got these. So I can rotate this desk and get a prettier backdrop. So now, windows. We have <laughs> windows since I don't have all the... I actually one piece of artwork that you gave me for my birthday, but I, I, it's not hung yet, and I don't know where to really place it properly. So, oh, I know gonna I'm going to come that. over, and that's just going to be in the bathroom. No, know? no, no, I love it. I just I have this bulletin board here. I've got to move the bulletin board. I got to set up a whole wall. We're gonna. It's a project now, but I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to build it, build it out. Basically, well, good. Out. Yeah, you, right you got to have like a little a little hanging project. I know because it looks so cute on your screen. That took for, you know, it takes forever to do a hanging thing. It's like the stuff sits around and then you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just use screws this time. And then you have to measure <laughs> things, but then you realize you don't understand measuring and it doesn't work right. I mean, that wall's basically a wall of holes behind me. Okay. There's like a million <laughs> holes in the wall because I couldn't get shit right. But you know what? It got done. That's it. Well, I was hoping to use my bulletin board to start collecting fun things and I would just start pinning them onto the bulletin board so it would make its own background because i already have a dorinda card i have a badge from just for laughs i have a picture of me and dom i have the agree sign from when we were watch what happens live and i have a card that says giovanni so i was like okay this is the beginning of like a scrapbook thing and then i think i'll move the board over put the thing that you sent me like we're gonna work on that and i'm really excited so by the way if anyone has any fun things to go on my bulletin board i guess i'll just solicit that now <laughs> you go to our <laughs> website and you can send some fun no i won't do that i won't do that because i don't have too much too much stuff and i don't want to okay let's start I, the show over... let's start the show okay guys get it uh, rolling starting the show but first before we start the show tomorrow uh the crappies nominations officially come out we delayed them like three times this week but they are officially coming out tomorrow there's no denying it it's the end of the road they are happening tomorrow so uh keep an eye out for those because they're great and we have some other announcements too yes. so today whoa today watch this crappens on demand patreon.com slash watch crappens we're talking orange county Another great episode. Wow, this show is so good this season, Ronnie. It's so good. They got some really crazy people with dark backgrounds. And I was actually doing some reading up, um, some reading suggested by our good friend, Sashal Medea. And I mean, this cast has so many crazy things. Okay, Noella's marriage is nuts. Like her husband Mm -hmm. came out with that video last week, which actually, you know what? Give us till next week. I'll download it so we can play it 
on here because it is just a mind fuck. And then Jen's lawsuits, there are some lawsuits against Jennifer Armstrong. And I mean, there's just a lot, you know, they hired people this time around with a lot of baggage, which I mean, thank you. Thank you. Nobody wants Santa bringing a Real Housewives show with nothing in the sack. This is some baggage. I know. I'm really happy. I'm really happy that they they've like really leaned into baggage cast members. Um, So uh, the episode begins. I I was like, what happened in the last episode? And of course, how could I forget? Like the most epic way to end the year is Heather Dubrow saying my turn. Okay. If you ever come after me or my family ever again, you are going to lose a lot more than just my friendship. You will lose. Stories about how I was on Hot in Cleveland and not Gretchen Rossi. Okay. You will miss stories about Reba McIntyre. <laughs> I am going to pause between every <laughs> syllable and you will watch me do it. <laughs> oh my I God. We'll defend my family and Reba McIntyre to the end. <laughs> so then so it's like previously and then we see all the previouslys and it's like my turn like they start with that <laughs> so that they could do the whole monologue again as we open the show it opens with that if you ever come after me or my family again i mean the whole thing i just was expecting some kind of beep like at the yeah. end you know it's like a it voicemail just- from hell a voicemail <laughs> greeting from hell I think I should record that and just leave that as voicemails for people sometimes <laughs> just when I'm angry at them. Or how about yes. I just like next time Jen Shaw calls with like about the warranty, <laughs> like your car's warranty is up. If you ever come for me or my family again, you are going to lose a lot more than just a car warranty. Yeah, I know. I've always thought that, you know, everybody's saying, oh, Heather writing her lines. I think that Heather has just used this speech for so many things in the past that she can just whip it out again. You know, it's like old camp stories for Heather. Because you know that she's used this at like, what would be her version of my Ross Trust for Less? Like at customer service. Ma'am, do you have the like receipts? If you ever come for me or my family ever again. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm sorry, a valet is actually $12, not $2. If you ever come for me, <laughs> or my Mercedes ever again, you're going to lose a lot more than just my car. Oh, so she's like, I thought you and I were good, and this was basically a big fuck you to me, Shannon. And Shannon's like, well, I mean, I'm sure it felt devastating. I feel, I feel just, whoa, wow, whoa, I feel horrible, Heather. And she's like, well, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure I trust you, but I am willing to forgive you. I didn't have anything more to say, but I needed more pauses, so I split the you into two words. Thank you. I'm done. You know, it's funny because her monologue is so bone-chillingly scary. Like, it's really scary. And then she sort of pivots to, like, eh, it was just a big fuck you, Shannon. She suddenly <laughs> starts to become, like, Shecky Green, like, ugh. You know what, Shannon? It was just a little. It was. It was a, it was a fuck you. Ugh. I'm like, what is this pivot that Heather is making? She's the worst, and it's not scary. I mean, anybody who's ever been in service knows this lady, you know, mm-hmm. or man. But you know, 
we all know Heather. You know, we all, yes, we all know her. The whole, I will speak. It's like total Karen vibes, you know. I will speak to the manager. And if this ever happens again, I will. It's like, oh, okay. Leave now, please. Leave your 10% and go. Okay. But that being said... The fact that she like trots out this monologue, which I think is one of her most like chilling monologues she's ever had. And she trots it out on like Shannon Bedour, who is like all supplicant and already kind of like, but that like it's, it's basically like taking an axe out and swinging it at a bunny. And I'm not saying that Shannon's innocent. I'm just saying comparatively, <laughs> Shannon's just there saying, Heather, I just, I just want to say I feel horrible. If you ever. Come after me. It's like literally going and finding a baby and yelling at a baby. And it's just like, it's so excessive. But well, like, it's, like that's seeing what made it a, it's like seeing a really skinny, mangy, you know, abandoned dog on the side of the freeway and just like slowing down your car and then throwing a Diet Coke can at its head and driving off. You know, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's Shannon. She's already. And also, it's a bad move on Housewives. I mean, I know that Heather thinks she's. Like the queen or whatever, but it's a bad housewives move to give Shannon the ultimate victim, all of yeah. this victim ammo. Because really, Shannon's sitting there like, okay, well, I am so sorry. You know, I've made horrible lapses and judgments. I mean, this ponytail for one, just look at it. I thought someone was pulling my hair since I left the house. And she's like, oh, it was <laughs> Gina. I offered her a free box of rigatoni per month from her favorite Italian deli if she would pull your hair all day. It's like you're, make, you're, being, you're making Shannon even more of a victim. So Shannon's acting like, oh, she's just going to sit here and say sorry, but Shannon is going to leave there. You know she's going to leave this scene over the next few weeks. She threatened my family. How do you... Oh, which is what she does the rest of this episode. Yes. I can't even believe it. 30 to 40 threats against my family. So then Heather, of course, then obviously, of course, she trots out this one. Shannon is not crying because she feels bad. Shannon is not crying because she has remorse. Shannon is crying because she got caught. It's like, okay, well, yeah, of course she is. But also she didn't get caught. She didn't get caught. She literally was like saying something to Gina and Emily. Like, isn't that so strange that they would be friends with her when she sued her? And then Gina turned it into a whole thing. Shannon is not the one who deserved getting this monologue. I agree. And Heather's made this such a big deal that people have run to Yelp to read her husband's real plastic surgery reviews, which I suggest you all do because they're hilarious. But don't tell anyone because she will come after your so um shanna's like well i deserve this i mean what an absolute monster i am Thank thankfully emily's using plastic straws at this party please make a crucifix put me up so everyone can throw lunch meats at me please i deserve it heather heather i just want to say thank you for at least not picking up spartan races which is the traditional activity one does before they leave me behind in the dust so um she's, she's like i made a i made a huge mistake huge i will never stuff cream cheese and salmon again i will never do it a huge mistake huge mistake huge and heather goes thank you i appreciate that don't fuck with my family see i'm, being I'm not going to it. i'm not going to and i would like to add one more thing to this apology it's a tincture it's a tincture <laughs> not a water okay thank you i promise and so then heather's like pinky swear Pinky swear. So then they pinky swear, which <laughs> is super bizarre energy. <laughs> What'd you say? A little tree branch comes out. <laughs> from her hand. I know, it's like trying to catch Dorothy going down the yellow brick road really slowly. <laughs> so wait, that's not a pinky. That's a branch from the tree from Poltergeist. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so Shannon's like, well, when, when Heather and I were first getting to know each other, it was very difficult because I wasn't getting, I wasn't used to getting kicked out of a home before. <laughs> Remember that? Let's roll mm-hmm. that beautiful bean footage out. There it is. <laughs> Shannon's beautiful bean footage would be. Actually, I don't really have bean footage because I'm trying to stay low on carbs and starches. But what I do have is some quinoa. It's actually a protein. Quinoa footage. Let's roll that beautiful quinoa footage. Heather. So, but you know what? Heather and I work through our rough start rough on her end and now only time can tell i mean she threatened me and she said she's okay with it so let's see <laughs> yeah and heather's like okay act one is done now you need to apologize for my husband you need to apologize to terry okay places for act two places <laughs> <laughs> so, reset reset the set please okay <laughs> five minutes the curtain okay yeah. so then um uh so the thing is that Normally, when this happens on a on a housewife show, when someone pulls the "now I want you to apologize to my son" or "I want you to pause," usually people are pretty resistant. But uh, Shannon, Shannon's like, "Well, I guess I just have to take it on the chin. It's kind of my thing in life, you know." So then, hopefully, Terry will victimize me as well. <laughs> I've got my tank half full <laughs> of victim juice. So bring it on. I, I feel like Heather is my my school teacher lecturing me. I'm a 57-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 57 years old. Wow. wow. So then okay. we see Terry talking to Jennifer, and Jennifer's like, but I've met you. I've met you at your surgery party or your <laughs> surgery center with uh, Jay. And he's like, you met me? Wow. <laughs> what did I draw on your face with a Sharpie? I may forget a before face, but I never forget the pictures I draw on them. What was that? What How lucky it? that you got to meet television's own Terry Debro, me. <laughs> so, so Heather's like, "Can I borrow you, husband?" Okay, Shannon wants to apologize, but not in front of other people. I'm like, no, Shannon does not want to apologize. She never say anything about other people. You've created this narrative, but continue. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it in front of other people, but I'll make her do that later. And then she can apologize in front of our staff. And then I'm taking her to Best Buy so she can apologize in front of their staff. Also, I need to go there anyway so I can get a ring camera for her front door. So every time she comes home, she can apologize to us via video camera. (laughs) Well, I just want to let Terry, I mean, Heather DeBrow know that she's not the only one who can do a monologue around here. Okay, boys, here we go. Hi, Terry. So... Listen, I, I just want to let you know I am so, so sorry for any hurt that I've caused. And we all know you're a, a brilliant, brilliant surgeon who lives up to the name Botched. And with an impeccable reputation, what I did was wrong. I'm not sure what I did, <laughs> but whatever it was, was wrong. And I'm just, I'm not that type of person. <laughs> and in due time, I hope that you'll both be able to see that. And to show that I'm a good person, I'm going to brush this June bug off your shoulder. Oh, look at me. And it cuts to it cuts to Heather nodding and smiling proudly, like, look at her, apologizing correctly. Very good. 
very good. And he's like, well, the thing for me was, I just didn't understand why. I mean, it was so long ago. It was not even a thing, you know, as you can tell by my wife losing her shit. (laughs) 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 Threatening to quit the show and yelling at the entire camera crew of Real Housewives of Orange County. It was not even a thing at all. But I appreciate that. And hopefully you'll see that I'm as nice as the claymation Christmas film character that I've turned my face into. Okay. <laughs> it's been great. Great ba- talk. And he basically adopts the tone of like, it's, I, I haven't actually watched botched, but I have to imagine at the end of like, there's always going to be a scene where someone comes in crying about their faces. Don't worry. We're going to fix you right up. Okay. Don't you worry. Like that was the tone. It was very much like, a made-for-TV, everything's-gonna-be-okay kind of voice. Yes. Now you're just gonna be kind of ugly. Okay? <laughs> We're gonna get this fixed. So then Shannon does her, Oh, yeah, yeah. You have a June bug. Okay. I'm gonna get that <laughs> off of you. So she starts brushing his shoulder, and he looks so annoyed. He gives this look yes. to the camera, like, you fucking kidding me with this? And Heather goes, Wow, like a dog with a squirrel. Wow, there it is again. Oh, God. You, you better apologize. She's I want going you to apologize script. to Heather, her husband, and best buy. <laughs> June bug. Uh, hello. Can we clear the June bug? This is not part of the script. Okay, thank you. <laughs> He's so, like, you know what? I appreciate your apology. Let's just move on. Let's just forget about it. She goes, oh, okay. Well, you're drawing on my forehead now. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, just a little lift in your temples. Okay, full circle on the nose. This washes off, right? <laughs> no, it's a Sharpie. See me soon. Well, I may be annoyed with you, but I can't let someone in need walk around looking like a nine-week-old potato. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Okay. Hey, and just to show that Heather and I are totally okay, we're going to give you a good old-fashioned bro laugh. Okay, ready? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so then we cut to... (laughs) Then we cut to Noella, Gina, and Emily talking. And, I mean, this is... Gina, just stop. I mean, Gina's just really around here to lick some butthole anyway, and it's gross. You know, it's like a poor person that like sees this, the Caesar's, um, the Caesar's okay. Palace like luxury mall for the first time. And they're like, wow, is that a channel purse? <laughs> I mean, Gina's whole attitude. Anyway, oh she's God, getting them like all to do this at the end of it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting everyone to do the Charlie's Angels pose. Um, which is like the most basic of all housewives moves. Right? Yeah. Um, so, so they're um, posing, and then Terry and Terry and Heather are looking at the food on the buffet, and he's like, "Wow, honey, look, there's a full fish thing there happening." <laughs> mm, doesn't really look like Nobu to me. So I think anything that's not Nobu is really not fish. Okay. <sighs> yeah, it's Nobu, but spelled N O space B O O. No. <laughs> Boo. 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 <laughs> so now we see like everyone at the buffet. And I mean, Shane is so he is I feel like last season he got like an okay edit. So we're like, oh Shane's not so bad. Shane is such a fucking putz. I'm sorry. He, he's sitting there, <laughs> there are people in line at the buffet, and he just like cuts in and doesn't even say, Oh, excuse me. He just sort of like this sort of blah expression is like oh, he grabs the food. And it's just like, who is this little troll, right? So he just goes and grabs the food, and I got really mad. And then Shane was um, like, I feel like you just cut in front of me, just saying. 
just saying. He's like, I mean, didn't you know I'm the man? That's what people keep telling me. <laughs> Weird episode where two of the men are calling themselves the man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it happens again with Shannon's dad. Shannon's dad's like, I'm oh, yeah, the man. He's man. Didn't you know I'm the man? Weird. <laughs> so then uh, Shannon has now retreated to her boyfriend, John, and he's like, so were Heather and Dory gracious. He's like holding his cocktail already like <laughs> clearly wasted, like in that waspy way where he's very still, but he's clearly wasted. And she's like, well, <sighs> Terry was gracious, but Heather threatened me. <laughs> not only will you lose me as a friend, she said, you'll lose a lot more. And that's not a threat. It's a promise. I'll tell you one thing. I was scared, and so were all the June bugs. It was a terrifying moment. <laughs> she said the June bugs of Twitter. I'll tell you that much. And he's like, and then he drew a penis on your face. Oh, he he said it was a nine-week-old potato. Is it a penis? And she's like, but you're my nine-week-old potato. And that doesn't sit well with me. And she's like, oh, okay, it's okay. I promised myself I wouldn't start the victim storyline until tomorrow. But okay, we'll start now. We'll start now. <laughs> That's just not okay. And to show how upset I am, I'm just going to stand here and drink more of this vodka. <laughs> I'm going to say nothing. She's like, oh, I've never had this kind of support before. He's not even eating potato chips while he says that. <laughs> potato vodka, yes, but potato chips, no. And she's like, oh, my God, I, I didn't bring my makeup or my goof off. He's like, it's in your purse. Both of those things are in your purse. I never but, leave the house without makeup or goof off. Okay, let's get that Sharpie off of you, honey. Hey, Shan, uh, when did you grow the unibrow? Gosh darn it. What else did he drop there? <laughs> so <laughs> I like that you made like a whole, a whole piece of art on her face. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So, um, so then meanwhile, so another thing that I had forgotten about was that on the way over to this party, Nicole had told Heather DeBro, because Nicole is like, Nicole is like the fakest of all of these people, because we like, she's like supposed to be besties with Noella. And she had told Heather, oh, yeah, Noella called you like a fake piece of shit. So now Heather, <laughs> Heather knows this. And now Heather is doing this passive aggressive friendliness to Noella to be like, I'm going to make her eat her words, which is actually the fakest thing you could do, which proves actually Nicole's point. Or Noella's point. So she goes up to Noella and she's like, honestly, if you need us, I know we don't know each other very well, but you know, dot, 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 I'm rich, you're poor now, so dot, I'm dot, the lady dot. from the, I'm, lady, I'm the lady from the mall house. You can probably see it from whatever motel you're staying in. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that you can call us. Um, we've got a new recording of Shannon apologizing. So that's really fun. Just ring the bell. It goes off. If you ever want to go to Del Mar Racetrack, here is a portable television where you can watch us on it. You'll feel like you're just there. Oh, so then we go to Jen and Nicole talking. By the way, Nicole, somebody said on, I think, Reddit. I mean, it wasn't me who said it. I just thought this was so funny. Someone said, Nicole looks like somebody played uh, gotcha with her nose. Like, you know, where you do play the gotcha, but they meant it. <laughs> That's so but they meant it. <laughs> like, they That's actually so got her nose, you know? She's got like, her. oops, She's... got your nose, and they did. <laughs> they got it. She's basically Jessica Rabbit, right? Like, she's, she has Jessica Rabbit makeup this entire episode. <laughs> she's got Jessica Rabbit She does. Nose. Actually, that makes me like her a lot more, because I love me some Jessica. Why don't you do right? But like she doesn't have some just... other man do. 
<laughs> she doesn't have the attitude though. It's she has Jessica Rabbit face, but yeah, I don't know Daffy Duck energy. So <laughs> yeah, well, in, in animation they cast multiple people to do one role. You know, she's the face <laughs> model, and they got kicked out for the rest. She's a Jessica. She's not Jessica Rabbit fit model. So. Um, <laughs> So Dr. Jen is telling us like, well, my main issue with Noella is that she's acting very rude and snotty to me for apparently no reason. And we see this like one, the one piece of evidence they have is Noella, like when Dr. Jen at that party was saying something about like the polite thing to do is for someone to talk to a host or whatever. And, and Noella goes, um, I don't think that's in Emily Post. And now Dr. Jen is just running with that. Yes. Um, and uh, I love the stuff that comes out. Okay, so we'll just keep talking about it. So, um, clip done. So Jen's like, well, she's just not, like, speaking to me. And Nicole's like, that is so weird. You should talk to her. So she goes over to Noella. Well, Nicole starts it off because she goes, Noella, what do you have in that huge cup of yours? And she goes, well, it's a big cup kind of night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Jen's like, can we talk? So she pulls her over to the side and she's like i feel like there's tension with you like i know you're going through a lot and i don't want to like have stuff so like if there's stuff that you want to talk about like i'd love to just like talk about the stuff and noella's like mm-hmm. um okay so how many times have we met each other anyway she's like five or six we've met two times Twice, two times. I was like, oh. well, the Balboa <laughs> Bay Club or whatever, Beach Club, and, and at Brahman's house. So, like, one time at Brahman's house. Mm -hmm. So, Noella already knows what Jen is trying to do. Noella has no patience for it. She's not like, she's having a bad week. And Noah, I'm, Dr. Jen should have just gone and been like, excuse me, I just want to say something. You've been kind of a bitch to me. <laughs> like, this is Noella. She's doing the fake thing. Like, if there's anything that I've done, I like, just let me know. So then, which is a lie. She doesn't want to know if she's done anything wrong because Noella tells her and she doesn't want to hear it, right? Right, so, but this is also two people who were so desperate to be on this show. I mean, they yeah. were trying so hard. One of the things in the Sweet James videos, he's talking about how they moved to Puerto Rico, but then they bought a, they got a house in Orange County for her to live in to be on the show because she was trying so hard to get on this show. So they're both at Bronwyn's house, who's really the epitome of thirst on this show. I mean, and that's yeah. saying a lot for Housewives. I mean, Bronwyn was like constantly trying so hard you know and then you've got these two who kind of sucker onto Bronwyn to get on the show and so now they're mad at each other about things that happened during one of those sessions where they were both trying so I mean it's just so desperate and like fun you know it's so like B string you know I love it's like it. the, I think this is great yeah it's like all the understudies are getting to finally come on and they're working so hard yeah, I mean, you you gotta you gotta start in the chorus. You gotta start an ensemble before you're the lead, right? I think. I don't no. know if that actually is true. No, <laughs> but you do most of the time. You do, but no, you don't have to. But well, how you about know. this? You have to start. You have to start on the traveling tour before you get to Broadway. <laughs> and we're proof. So then um, Noelle is like, uh, uh, yeah, I met her through our mutual friend. You know, both times it was superficial and then strangely, like a little too familiar. Like she was very quick to do a selfie. And that gave me like a weird vibe. Like, who is this girl? Oh, my God. People in OC doing selfies. That is great. I've never heard I, of that. I actually think this is fair. Like uh, assuming it's accurate. You know, like, but I can see, I mean, from everything we've seen of Dr. Jen, she is the type that like will run up and be like, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, we should do a selfie. Like, who, you know, 
you don't want to do like a someone you just met like on a friend level. Like if I went and I if I like ran into Sade on the street, I might say, hey, can we do a selfie? But like if it's just like I just met your friend, if I just like met Trisha for the first time, I was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Oh, we should do it. We should do a, a selfie, Trisha. That'd be kind of weird, right? I mean, kind of, but I'm getting that Noelle is acting like she wants a selfie with me. Like, like she's famous, you know? Like, who is this girl? But I don't know. But then no, I don't think it's we like find a, I don't think it's a fame thing. I think it's just like a... I don't know. Some people just have boundaries that are just like, whoa, you're being too familiar. Like, we don't, we're not at selfie level. Not like I mean, but Noelle is saying too familiar, but then at the same time, she's like, oh my God, you're mad. I'm bisexual too. That's and then walking in and like <laughs> sobbing like everyone's her best friend about her marriage. I mean, Noelle is really not coming from a place to judge, but I love that she does because it really suckers Nicole and Jennifer into showing exactly who she is. Yes. And it was killing so, me. <laughs> so then Jen's like, well, I mean, is there something I've done to you that upset you? And Noelle is like, yes, it's not upsetting. It's just disturbing. It's just weird. I mean, like two weeks ago, you posted a picture of yourself poorly lit, thanking your patients, and you tagged me in it. And I work exclusively with a specific med spa for years, and I had to report it to Instagram to have it removed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Instagram. I'd like to report a, a poorly lit photo that's violating my exclusivity with a med spa. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, what do you choose as the reason when they give you the reason? <laughs> Bullying and harassment, you know? <laughs> so funny. So um, Jen's like, um, I don't even... And you know Jen's lying because she does the housewives pull tail, hair pull tail, yeah. where she starts pulling her own hair. She's like, I don't even like remember tagging you. Like, So I'm sorry if that upset you. And I was like... Who tags someone they've only met twice? I mean, in a photo of themselves, that's not even a cute one. Okay? I thought the photo was fine, by the way. To be, and I'm not a fan, Dr. Jenton fan, but I thought the photo was fine in defense of the photo. But this is just cracking me. It's like your first big housewife fight, and they're both just being so stupid. <laughs> so Nicole's like, uh, no, Jen's like, I feel like I'm dealing with a child who's throwing a temper tantrum. This is when I'd call Ryan in. So Noelle's like, you know what I'm thinking? You're thirsty. Like, let's get this girl some lemonade. And she's like, I'm not thirsty. Lemonade. No, I'm not. I'm not thirsty. You're thirsty lemonade for jen please and 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 jen's like what are you talking about she's well at brahman's house when you were there for the party that night she goes yeah and you literally that night were saying my god it's tom ford and i found that very offensive actually yeah, that her what? god is Tom Tom Ford. Oh, she god. said, "My god is Tom Ford." Yes, yeah, so Jen Not is very god. Christian. You know, Jen is like, "I'm very Christian," and that was very offensive. I mean, lady, <laughs> you got what? pregnant. You got you got pregnant while you were married to someone else with someone who was also married to someone else. You can drop the at, holy roller bullshit, okay? You buffet. fucking hypocrite. Breakfast buffet too, by the way. At a breakfast hello, one buffet. Of the sins. Yes. Um, so I talk thought about when a blintz. Wait, so. Wait, Ronnie. So I I was already confused because I thought she said I, I think you're right, because later on it's referenced again, and then I was even more confused. But but I thought so I thought originally that Noelle had said, My God, it's Tom Ford, and like maybe like she got the designer wrong on something and that offended Jen. So Jen is actually offended because Noella took the Lord's name in vain by saying yes. Tom Ford is is God. Yes. She's I'm mad not. that she's that she's like dissing <laughs> God. 
Wow. Take it to the Crystal Cathedral, Jen. Okay. I mean, so funny. So Jen's like, uh, Noelle goes, oh, God, please be relevant somewhere else. Okay. Bye. And Jen's like, okay, I will be relevant somewhere else because I don't want to be relevant to you because you're a mess. Mm. Jen's a one season. I think Jen's a one yeah. season. Do you? Are, is it just me? Or are you getting Teddy Mellencamp vibes from her? Like her Teddy, Robin. Teddy. She's like all of those people. But Robin has one. upside, right? Like Robin. I well, you don't you don't yes. like Robin as much as I do. I like. I do, Robin but personally. I mean, I appreciate Robin's you know contribution, which is not much, but you need that sometimes. Like everyone can't be a Giselle. Yeah, but whoa, Ronnie, wow. But like that being said, um. Like there was something about Dr. Jen's kind of like sarcastic, like, like, you're a mess kind of thing. I was like, oh God, she's giving me Teddy. Yes, like good one, good one, Teddy. Um, So uh, Heather's like, Jen, are you okay? And Jen's like, no, I'm not okay. Literally, Noella just went off on me for tagging her in a picture (laughs) and told me I was thirsty and she's getting me a glass of lemonade and to be relevant somewhere else. And Heather goes, um, can you explain the lemon thing to me? I don't really get that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like pops of color. I just have a gray house, so I don't have yellow things inside my house. So can you explain yeah. lemons? So then, um, so yeah, Noelle is telling also the stories like inside. So then Heather's like, so, you know, it's funny. I heard something that she said about me earlier. And we see a flashback of Nicole telling her that what no- Noelle said about her. And she goes, I'm choosing just to let it go. And by letting it go, I mean, I'm going to bring it up right now and still hold on to it. <laughs> but sometimes when people are in a bad place, they lash out. She's very, very poor right now. She barely even belongs in this group. So my my thing is this. Let's go in the kitchen. We'll get a ladle and start feeding her soup so she gets used to what the rest of her life will be. You know what? I think what we should really do in this situation is donate our kids old toys. That's what we should do. Just put them in a box and give them to her. Okay? <laughs> so... <laughs> So Jen's like, I don't think being unkind and rude and condescending to people is ever the answer. And so Noella hears her because she's like right inside. So Noella comes out and Shannon's like, what are you doing right now? What are you doing, Noella? 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 What are you doing, Noella? And so Noella goes out there and she's like, um, you just said I offended your religion by saying Tom Ford is God. And that is ridiculous. Like, I just had the worst week of my life, sweetheart. Well, I just reach out to you. And- you are a rude little girl. A rude little girl. Okay, we can't do this at two parties. It's just too much. Yes, we can, Heather. It's called having a good season. Shush. And she's telling Shannon like they're friends. She's like, oh, we just can't keep doing this at parties. Like, she's telling okay. this to Shannon as if she didn't just give Shannon a terrifying monologue also, by the way. <laughs> I know. So-, so Heather's like, guys, listen, it's Shane's night. I mean, the poor guy passed by a bar and we're supposed to be <laughs> celebrating it okay he failed past the bar come on there's a <laughs> whole fish inside there that i don't know where that came from but sort of smells like a glad bag but we can't ruin that oh thank you shane thank you thank you for the snickers he literally just passed me another bar i mean can we just <laughs> celebrate properly Wait, are you telling me that's Shane? I've been calling him Alfredo all night. I thought for sure he worked this party. <laughs> so then Shannon is inside with Al Gore looking at the buffet. And she's like, oh, well, a buffet. I don't really know what any of this food is. What is this? A fish? Oh, it's a fish, I think. Oh, 
Uh, what is this, a radish? Honey, I don't know what kind of food this is. Fishes and radishes? Where are we? Wait, uh, are there two kinds of rice? Two two kinds of, of starches? Is that what I'm supposed to see? Greens? That's carbs. Two different types of the same carb? What sort of cruel joke is this? <laughs> Double whammy rice. <laughs> Sounds great. So uh, she's like, what? what is this, an onion? Oh, you should definitely have this, honey. And it's just a giant... Onion? I've never seen this dish. Have you? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. It looked like it was wrapped in... It looked like the, everything was individually wrapped, probably for some sort of COVID protocol for a TV. Oh, I thought it was um, like just big, like, marinated onions or something. But I, <laughs> I, did, I didn't know. It looked like it was actually a Persian spread, I'm assuming, because of Shane's family. Um, so I was a little unfamiliar with with the onion component. Yeah, I was too. I'm curious. So I, anyone, explain it to us, please. I'd love to know, because I love an onion. Loved, We'd love to know the that we'd love to know the history on that onion. Yeah, um, I'd love then, a, I love an onion because it like make it reminds me that I'm human because tears come out and I'm like, oh my god, I'm not a complete sociopath. <laughs> I always I'm think crying. Of, look, everybody. I'm like on Instagram stories. Look at me crying, feeling things. I always think of this one movie I once saw called Hero with Gina Davis and Dustin Hoffman, and Gina Davis gives a speech. She's up there and she's like. You know what? Life is like an onion, and you peel, and you peel, and you peel, and in the end, there's no core. I was like, "You get him, Gina Davis. You tell the truth." <laughs> so God. it was like eighth grade. It really meant a lot to me. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, uh, so there are everyone's like at the party eating. Everyone's having a fun time except for Shane, who's sitting there like, uh, ah. And then, um, then Heather's like, "Oh, it's a hookah! Oh, oh, hookah!" And Nicole is like, "Oh, I'm down for hookah. You are smoke the hookah. Look how much fun I am. I am fun, Heather Debro. I chose this time from eight fifty-five to nine o three to have fun. So you guys come join me, fun at the hookah." Mm-hmm. So then they go sit down at the table, and <laughs> Heather's sitting at the other side of the table from uh, the other side of the table from Shannon, and Shannon's like, "Well, yeah." Heather's ignoring me. <laughs> look at that. Look, look at that. Heather is ignoring me. She's <laughs> telling Noella. And Noella's like, listen, you're good, okay? You did the apology tour. You you did, like, 2.0 even, not just 1.0. I mean, I didn't co-sign on that apology, by the way, but you're like, you're good, okay? Yeah. You're good. And meanwhile, Heather Debro is giving, like, big-time cast party energy in high school. She's like, so, can I meet your boyfriend? Hi, I'm Heather Debro from television, and I'm rich. Hi, hi, Gina's boyfriend. Listen, we are going to Del Mar to race track with horses. Horses are creatures with four legs that rich people own and bet on. Do you want to come? Well, typically you don't invite people to an event when there are other people around. <laughs> I apologize to Heather Dubro, but that wasn't good enough. So I'm a, I'm not a, I'm now officially. Blacklisted on the Dubrow blacklist of Heather Dubrow, who's written a Dubrow blacklist of Dubrow things to blacklist. I'm on that. How do you like that, Al Gore? How do you like that? You're, that stinks. Please put that. Please put the onion down. I was kidding when I said you should eat that. These these tears are authentic tears, not from your onion. Okay. <laughs> Just call me James Spader because I'm blacklisted. So um, Emily gives a toast. She was like, "All right, I want to make a toast." I want to toast to Shane for taking the bar exam when he had a wife and five children. Emphasis on the wife. 
Wait, pause, pause, pause. I really won the lottery when I married you. We don't agree on much, but we agree on that. Continue. <laughs> he was really like this was his first like full king of snarkasm moment of the season. Like a real like team that one up, everyone. Excuse me, yeah. caught in front of you on the buffet line. You're about to get a double serving. So then belly By dancers the way, come. Note that Emily toasted to Shane taking the bar exam, not taking it and passing it on his own merit. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she didn't diss him in front of everybody, which is what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like, Shane passed the bar exam after 19 tries and having the standards <laughs> lowered for him. It only took 20 years after you graduated <laughs> law school. <laughs> so then uh, the belly dancers come and they all put on the belly dancer belt and of course it's like another housewives belly dancing moment and um gina of course gina says the most gina thing of, that's ever been gina she's like it feels like a fanny pack and i like it <laughs> i just love the way she reduces cultures down to just like accessories <laughs> well not it's not just that just like fanny packs <laughs> just fanny packs you just know fanny packs Commercials. Here comes one right now. So, so um, then we get a weird shot of Larry, Shane's father, inside the door looking at everybody creepily. <laughs> that was the weirdest shot. He's just like, because <laughs> Perry, Perry's like dancing, and then just goes to Larry, be like, <sighs> like this is where Shane gets it. So <laughs> yeah. now we go to it's the next day or whenever. And uh, Shannon brings her daughters to a fancy restaurant um, on the beach. And uh, she meets up with her father, Gene. And so uh, also Sophie is there with her boyfriend, Reese, who has, um, you know, like all the charisma of a, of a David Bedore, I would say. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, not much. Sophie is like the kind of boring one, I guess, in this. She's group. like, Which, you know, nice. good for you. I think that means you're going to have a longer life. I think boring people live longer, you know? She's like the good older sister who is sort of boring because, like, she's the one who probably had to kind of like tend to her sisters while Shannon and David were like being disasters. And now she mm -hmm. has wound up with this guy, Reese, who uh, aspires to be a podiatrist, which is exciting. And uh, he's like, yeah. I'm a podiatrist. I'm like, okay, great. Exciting couple here. <laughs> so Shannon's like, well, uh, first of all, the dad orders escargot, which I think is hilarious because, you know, he's 92 and everything he says in this is like, well, Dean Martin, you know, I just <laughs> love that there's still escargot somewhere in general. Yeah. You know, he, uh, he is fully like a Mad Men character. Like he, he like, he worked at, you know, Sterling Cooper at some point. Yes. So he's like a Don Draper type. So Shannon's like, well, you know, uh, Dad, we took Sophie and Reese to Quiet Woman for dinner, and we heard there was a man uh, named Gene there the night before. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm the man. <laughs> and she's like, well, Gene the Machine. That's the new name my dad is giving himself, <laughs> which is much better than some labels Kelly Dodd has given him. 
<laughs> we get a flashback of like, oh, I heard a lot about you. Big dick daddy from Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> Master stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Gene's like, well, I got a few stories to tell about our days in Bel Air. One day it was a Christmas party and there were only two seats in front and I'm there. And then here's Dean Martin sitting next to me. And Dean says, get this. Hold on, kids. Dean says, why are we here so early? <laughs> it's like the moth. Gene is submitting for the moth. The moth ball. So Shannon's like, the moth ball. Ball. <laughs> Sponsored by Escargo. <laughs> so Shannon's like, Dad, they don't even know who Dean Martin is. The Rat Pack. Anyone? The Rat Pack? So then we see the twins um, on their phone, like in their interview, licking them up. They're like, who is it? I was like, Rat Pack. Oh, it's a musical musical group. It says right there. <laughs> Adeline goes, how do you spell pack? <laughs> I think she thought it might be like P-A-Q or something. Some <laughs> some Gen Z version. <laughs> some TikTok version. Huh? Well, sorry uh, that Dean Martin can't just appear on TikTok. So, uh-huh. uh, so then Chance like, do you even know who Frank Sinatra is? And they're they didn't really confirm whether or not they knew who Frank Sinatra was, but I think they're just like, just let them talk it out. <laughs> like they'll, this is they'll have energy for another five minutes, and we can go back to ignoring them, you know. So Shannon's like, "Well, girls, I only have two years left with you," and Jean says, "Well, girls, when you're gone, your mother says that she'll try and spend more time with me." And she's like, "Oh gosh, you know, I hear that, and it makes me sad." But the bottom line is, I didn't really see my dad growing much. Anyway, because he had an office in Los Angeles and we lived in Rancho Santa Fe. (laughs) He'd come home on the weekends and that's it. So I feel bad, but I just want to be there for everyone, which is why I have a small group of close friends, because I just can't spread myself too thin. Okay, family is the most important thing. Also, no one else will call me back. (laughs) I keep trying. I I mean, that's why I can't hang out with Tamara, because I just, I can't spread myself too thin. That's all. I'm just too good of a friend to everyone else. So, so Shannon's like, let's do a cheers, everybody, to having such a beautiful family and being able to see each other on this day. And for the poor snails who gave their life to be slurped down by father. And Gene's like, well, and also to Grandpa Gene at 92, he's still going strong. I am the man. <laughs> he, I mean, he's for 92, he's actually pretty... He seems pretty sharp, right? He seems like pretty mobile, pretty sharp. So he is the man kind of... Well, as far as we can tell, it's probably not the man at all. But anyway, so then we go over to speaking of the man, it's Terry and uh, Terry and Heather are walking into their bathroom, uh, which sort of looks like a bathroom you'd find at like LaGuardia Airport. And he's like, it oh, is. That man. is totally an airport bathroom. A hundred percent. Good call. Yeah, because they have like they both have different kind of like it's not just they have a double vanity. They had double wall like they each have a wall that they deal with. And right. so he's like, oh, man, I ate too many chips. Kill me. I mean, do you know how many carbs are in flour, tortillas, and chips? Oh, God. Why didn't you eat corn, Terry? This is why Heather was really brought back. This is the content we need. Okay. Yeah. And then Heather, uh, Terry's got one of those big, long pill boxes. He's got two. Okay. I mean, there's seven days in the week. How many days are you planning for with those things? Those things are long. So he's like, like spends the whole scene like, <laughs> yeah, Ellen Bernstein. So he sits there like packing all the pills in while they just basically talk about 
you know, oh, we're real family people, aren't we? Thank God no one's threatening our family. Today! <laughs> so then she goes and checks on all the kids and gets their scheduling and stuff done, which is hilarious that she pretends to do that because you know that there's an assistant doing that shit. Yeah, exactly. She's making her rounds like she's the proctor at a boarding school. So then um, Heather, so then she winds up settling in with Max, her daughter, and uh, talking, Max has written a book. And uh, it's a book called, it's about being a teenager in the 21st century. It's called, I'll Give It to You Straight-ish. And um, they're going to be having a book party for Max's book. Wow, bisexuality. That's crazy. I can't wait to read a book about it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. So um, Heather's like looking at the book and it has pictures of them. And so she's like, I am crying right now. Go with me here. Mom, you're crying. I am crying right now. Mom, you are. You're crying. Okay, it's too much. Now I just look like a crazy person. Let's do that again. Um, So she talks about how proud she is to have a family dynamic where everybody is accepted no matter what. And thus they're poor. (laughs) Yeah. So then um, now we go over to a healer's office. It's Noella. And uh, she's with this woman named... Uh, the Tracy is the healer. And she goes, well, it's like Reiki, but it's just like something she was born with, you know? Like, oh, okay, sure. So then... Yeah, it's um, a gift she was born with. And the lady goes, hi, welcome, Noella. Um, we'll be right with you. And she goes, thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> thank must, you. Must show respect. For the woman who was born with Reiki powers. Noella is such an odd duck. And then Shannon comes in with a full head of gray hair, which looks really pretty. But when did that happen? Wasn't she blonde yesterday? I didn't notice that. No, I said I didn't notice it. I I did notice that the colors were off on this episode. Like there were many moments where people just looked full on orange and it wasn't just their makeup. I don't know. It was like it was like some some Instagram filter had been applied to this episode on my TV. But there is, is there a filter that gives you blonde hair? <laughs> and one that gives you gray hair? Because that was weird. I, I, I just, don't know what technology these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, TikTok. you know, I'm sure, you know, who else wouldn't know? Frank Sinatra! <laughs> 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 ah, oh, gray eyes, blue eyes, whatever. You never know these days. Filters. So they, Shannon comes in and they start talking about, you know, the goss. And Noella's like, I mean, Jennifer, I can't. I'm tagging me in a photo. I don't even know her. I can't be around some people like that. You know, taggers. Can't be around taggers. And Shannon's girl, like, bye. I can't be around. Girl, bye. Buy, buy what? What do you want me to buy for you? I'll buy anything to be your friend. What do you, no, it's an expression, Shannon. Girl, bye. Yeah, I know. Bye. I, bye. I don't, I don't, TikTok. I don't understand expressions. <laughs> So Santa's like, well, I walked into a conversation with Heather, and she threatened me. And she said, it's not a threat. It's a promise. Uh, And Noelle's like, who are you anyway? I mean, we're not in your court here, Heather. I mean, listen, Heather is not better than you. She is not writing this. (laughs) I'm starting to see that Heather is very manipulative, and she's controlling. And it's not cool unless you're going to marry it. Mm. And the doctor's like, Shannon, mask up. I'm ready for you. So Words Shannon goes in, in Orange County. <laughs> mask up. <laughs> so uh, Shannon lays down or lies down. And the doctor's like, so how many kids do you have? Three? Are they okay? Because I'm feeling a lot of kid stuff here. I'm feeling <laughs> a lot of kid stuff. Wow. Wow. How did you define that? Someone who has kids has anxiety about their kids. <laughs> she really Absolutely. nailed it. Yeah, she's like a psychic. 
<laughs> and then so, Shannon's like so by the way, Shannon's so confessional because she's like yeah I'm sensing a lot of kids like, yes well exactly well I'm divorced from David who you may have heard of he had walked on, on the beach with some slut and then got into racing and now they post nude photos everywhere so that's not nice and now I had to downsize and I've got Archie and I used to have a refrigerator like Heather Debro and Heather Debro doesn't even want to talk to me she threatened me I was threatened Dr. Tracy, I was absolutely threatened that my children are going away, leave me alone, and I have to hang out with my father. Well, I might as well just hang out with John if he's not getting wasted on a golf course. <laughs> hmm. I know, Shannon sounds- is like the dream person that a psychic waits for. You know, <laughs> I'm coming up with a name for Kay. Karen! I knew a Karen. She was so mean to me. It's tortured me every day of my life. Is she apologizing to me? Because she died in a horrible car accident, which is terrible. <laughs> but, you know, she died without apologizing to me. So I was always wondering if she was going to come back. And she has! Here's a thousand dollars. Thank you so much! She really does all the work. <laughs> so, she, yeah, she, she gives you everything. So she's like, well, you know, I'm divorced, and so I'm very sad for my kids being in the middle and all. I mean, they're basically between a rock and a slut place. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's really rough on them. <laughs> so. so Tracy goes, mm, may I ask you to breathe into that? She's oh, okay. <sighs> she goes, mm, all that sadness and worry energy is coming out. It's all good. Well, oh God. Well, I, I do want to give you some more information about me that you can then tell me about myself so that way I can believe that you came up with it first. Well, I feel um, as though I just I failed my kids and I just, I don't want to fail them anymore. I get it. Let me, I'm sensing you don't want to fail your kids anymore. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to fail them ever again. Oh my God, she knows me. <laughs> so Shannon goes, wow, I, the, the breath I just took was two times as deep as the breaths I was taking before. What? Wow! <laughs> and Noelle is like, um, I told you, I call her the miracle worker. <laughs> Helen Keller's like, stop that. Actually, no, that's not Helen Keller. That's her, the other lady. So, that's Dr. Annie. Annie, yep, sorry, messed up that, that historical bit of information. So then, uh, we go over to Dr. Jen's house and, uh, she's having, she's turning, <laughs> Nicole comes over. So Nicole comes over with a Louis Vuitton bag that she's filled up with cheese to hang out. So at first you're like, I was like, you know, I almost fell for it. I was like, oh, that's cool. I love, I you know that's cool that she was bringing over so much cheese that she has to bring a Louis Vuitton bag. But then she opens it up and it's bad. It's just Trader Joe's stuff. It's just like bags of chips, like veggie sticks and chips and all the, all the usual Trader Joe's stuff, which is fun. We all love a Trader Joe's spread. But don't come over with your Louis Vuitton as if you went to some bougie place to get fancy-ass cheese. And then it's just Trader Joe's. You could have just brought Trader Joe's bags. It's like taking an Apple bag into the Microsoft Windows Store or whatever to like walk around the mall looking like you just bought a Mac. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I felt like it was very duplicitous. And um, it... <laughs> I I enjoyed the size of her cheese board, but like, girl, if you're gonna come in with a Louis Vuitton full of cheese, that shit, that's gotta be like five hundred dollars worth of cheese right there, like fancy, fancy, fancy cheese. Yeah. Okay. So Emily and Gina I'm come over cool. and immediately just start gossiping, you know. So Emily's like, "So, gro- wow, cheese." So look, I guess what I'm confused <laughs> by, and Gina goes, no, "Look, we want to hear about Noella, okay? What's going on with Noella? Okay, that's what I need to know." And Nicole's like, "Well, she called she called Jennifer ugly, irrelevant, and thirsty. She did not call her ugly, okay? She said her no. she didn't have a good picture, you guys." That's right. But the rest is true. The rest is true. 
And Gina was like, well, did she call you ugly or was she saying the picture was ugly? And then Gina's like, well, you know what's really ballsy calling Jen ugly when she makes a living not calling people ugly? Like, damn, savage. Is that what she uh, yeah. said? She like, said it's ballsy for her to call somebody ugly when she makes her living helping other people not oh. be ugly, which still is not. I don't think it's makes really sense. That savage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really not Gina, I'm gonna, I'm gonna but okay. I'm going to revoke the savageness of that, Gina. Yeah. So Jen's like, I mean, the stories keep changing with her. Like, she's married, but then she's not married. I mean, she shows me her wedding picture from, like, yesterday. I mean, don't you find that strange, you guys? And I didn't really know what she was getting at. So Jen's yeah. like, yeah, when I first met Noella, she told me that they had a wedding, but that they weren't married because they hadn't been divorced, but that they'd been together and they were still waiting for it. I mean, it's like waiting for a divorce. It's complicated. Like, I don't really I don't really get it. Yeah, and uh, Emily goes, well, obviously they're married because you can't file for divorce if they're not married. And Jen goes, are they I don't know. I don't know. So, well, why would he, you hire an attorney in Puerto Rico? Why would you file for divorce unless they weren't married? I'm just, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> I'm like, this is a strange conspiracy theory that Jen is trying to hatch here. Yes, and I've read some of this stuff online, and so I'm still confused. I don't really get it, what they're getting at, or if it was Jen who was putting this stuff out online. because So, she's saying that Noella was faking a marriage. That she was never really married. And from what they're saying online he was not the one who filed or wanted a separation or to get away from him she was so it's all very weird all this this hmm. whole noella storyline is super weird and i don't get it yeah so basically they're trying to say that she's just a big fat liar and was never married i guess so emily's like well for her to say that she's not really married i mean that's salacious she just wants to tarnish her image so we won't like her as well that's what i think is going really emily well you're just a fucking master yeah okay emily who is <laughs> yes so then jen is like well coming from a doctor's perspective I put all the pieces together and she does not seem stable. She does not seem sane and she needs help. And I think she needs professional help. I'm like, well, thanks for that doctor's perspective. I don't know what the medical angle was there, but thank you. <laughs> well, the Botox lady said that you need to be institutionalized. So <laughs> thank you for being like, I was like, from as a doctor, I like to put the pieces together. Like as opposed to other people who, when they like to do these things, they just <laughs> gather information and leave it there. Yeah. So um, Emily's like, "Well, I think that what's going on with her is that she needs friends right now, um, but she's lashing out, and so she can't do that." And Jen's like, "Honestly, I think she's like too far gone for that. Like she's going down a snowball path." <laughs> <laughs> you know a snowball path it's like when there was a snowball that went down a path so then another snowball's gonna go down the same path it's like that so jen wanted to come on this show and call noella you know a religious what heretic or whatever for going against god by claiming tom ford is god <laughs> and then she wanted to come on and drop all this information about noella faking her marriage so good for noella catching on to what a evil brat this lady is <laughs> And yeah. cutting her off at the quick. That's pretty good. That's pretty smooth. Everyone can read Je Dr. Jen for the trash that she is. So, um, so then we go. <laughs> wow. I can tell. Sorry. So. 
<laughs> I just love when you get mean. It tickles me. Like, it literally tickles Sometimes me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, your diary. Ben called Jen trash today. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give you a little gift. It was. It felt good. Thank you. So then um, we go over to Shannon's house, and she's out of the pool with Archie and she's got a ball and she's like okay Archie go fetch the ball go fetch the ball and she like throws the ball in the pool and Archie doesn't do anything huh? well like most men in my life totally ignores me <laughs> oh god 30 to 40 negative thoughts I'm so confused about this who wants their dog to jump in the pool then you have to I clean the dog and dry the dog you know <laughs> even the dog didn't want to the dog knows that it's like I don't even want to go through this process of being <laughs> and the pool's dirty and green the and there's like stuff disgusting. on the water <laughs> the dog's like no thanks thanks for trying to get me to jump in that toxic dump again but i will not be doing that ma'am you know that john was probably supposed to clean that pool and said he got drunk in the living room like <laughs> yeah day after day so then uh shannon calls her mom pat up and facetimes with her and she's like well mother i just threw a ball in the pool for archie and he wanted nothing to do with it <laughs> and the mom's mm. like Oh, how funny, <laughs> which is her way That's of saying. That's hilarious, Shannon. Great to talk to you. So I turned off Chopped to listen to this story. I turned on Chopped to listen to Flopped. Get it over with, Shannon. What do you got to talk about, hon? So Shannon's going to go visit her mom in Nashville because now that her kids are leaving, she understands how important families are. And she understands that her mom was just preoccupied uh, with unhappiness, basically, when she was growing up because she was in an unhappy marriage. And now I get it. Now I get it. You know what? I'm so lucky to still have my mother with me, which is why I decided to fill up the last remaining days of her life with stories about how Archie won't get the ball. Won't even <laughs> jump in the pool, mother. <laughs> so then we go to the Delft Mart racetrack with Nancy and Mike, who look suspiciously, suspiciously like Mario Singer, right? Yeah, and Nancy like, looks that familiar. Mario? I, f- I feel like we've seen, like, either seen Nancy or she, like, there's probably been, like, LA Times articles written about her, how she has, like, events. Um, I, you know what I have to say? You know, Heather is, she is like a monster, but seeing her in this scene, I was like, you know what? She is definitely the monster this show needs. Just seeing the way she shows up at Del Mar, she literally dresses like the mean girl in every teen movie or, or college movie. She literally has the look. She plays the part. She she does it so well that like you got to kind of like give it up, right? Because like you may not have to, you don't have to like her, but you have to appreciate that she's just giving us full villain, like full. Uh, yeah, she's wearing a black. Le- she's wearing that like black leather top Sweater in room. her diary room with the big poofy Disney villain sleeves. I mean, she's showing up looking like the queen from Snow White. You know, she, so she is literally from like the the cool sorority that's inviting the new girl to come to a mix to, to rush. Like, we'd love to see you tonight. You'd be great with one of us. And then, like, the cool girl goes and realizes it's not really her sorority. And then Heather turns evil on her and makes her life hell. Yes. So, Mike Bello owns Napa Wine Project. Winter Wines. It's like a wine vineyard, I guess. We've probably seen them. So, as Nancy. Is her name Nancy Bello? Yeah, yeah, Nancy. You're next, Nancy. Let's see what we can get on you. Let's see. So Nancy Nancy. has an IMDb. Let's see here. Nancy Bellow, self, Real Housewives of Orange County. And that's that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, I'm putting myself on IMDb. Just let me know when the episode airs. Yeah, she was in Reunion Part 2 as self. What does that mean? 
Maybe they just showed a clip of her or something. Nancy Bellow? They showed a clip of her at the season 15 reunion part two. That was her other credit. So I don't know. We've definitely seen her before. She's from the Bellow family vineyards. Hmm. Okay. They're boring. I was hoping there was some scandal or something. So they're just boring rich people. So um, (laughs) let's see. So Del Mar racetrack, you know, they're like kisses, kisses. And Gina's like, I've been to a racetrack before, but I didn't know there was a winner's circle. Everything Heather touches turns to diamonds. She's really fucking amazing and rich. She's so rich. This whole scene was ridiculous because the DeBros were just really leaning into being rich here. And just really, they were just performing for Gina, I think, at that point. They were just kind of dazzling her, trying to seduce her into their coven. (laughs) <laughs> but it was so crazy. I cannot wait to find out the Dubros down. Like, I cannot wait for their money downfall where we find out there's zillions of dollars in debt and yeah, screwing, is- old, you know, screwing people over. And you just know it's coming. This is not real. I do not believe that this is real. There have yeah. been people this rich on the show before and they do not live in $50 million home. I mean, there's just, it's fishy. And I can't wait to see what I know. So they go, they go up to like the luxury box and then Heather's like, okay, Gina and Beardman, you guys sit there. Nancy and Mike, you sit there. I'll sit here. You know, seating's my thing. She's like so proud of herself. Um, The chair stealer. The chair stealer. (laughs) Seating is my thing. I don't know if you watched any of my seasons, but there's a callback for you. Okay. (laughs) So Gina's like, you know, um, Oh, sorry. So Terry's like, so what's the most you've ever bet, guys? It's like, oh God, let's let's give Terry another excuse to brag, right? Yeah. So Heather's like, come out, tell us fifty thousand, a million. And Mike's like, yeah, both, yeah. So Gina's like, honestly, guys, I want more days like this. Well, of course you fucking do, little orphan Annie. Okay. Not everyone gets to live here. <laughs> You know what? I talked to Noella yesterday, and I don't know what her issue is with you, okay? And she basically was wanting me to be careful of you for, like, whatever reason. She felt like I needed to be on the defense. And Heather's like, oh, okay. Well, what I find odd is I've heard she's called me a fake phony bitch, and I'm not to be trusted. But last time I checked, fake phony bitches don't know how to do a proper seating chart. You've all been seated. Not fake. (laughs) It's always okay when Gina just shows up and starts gossiping about someone else. But then when it's someone she doesn't like doing it, it's like, you're ruining their family. Yeah. Um, so Heather's like, did I miss something? Did I run over your cat? Because actually that is possible. I, You know, some people tell their Tesla to avoid them. I say aim for the little fuckers. They shouldn't be in the street. Seating is my thing, cat. Get out of the street. Stop sitting in the street. You know, I used to be very much into Dalmatians. I have a beautiful coat of them. Now cats. Cats is more 2021. <laughs> so Heather's like, wow. Well, you know, I was going to invite her to the party that I'm having for Max's book launch, um, which would totally happen with a normal person's child as well. Um, and she was, you know, she was sweet to Max. But now I'm thinking, gosh. Yes, I said gosh. That's right, everybody. <laughs> Take it in. Gosh, gosh! you know, am I going to be inviting someone who will be talking negatively about me in the corner? <laughs> and um, Gina is like, uh, Gina says that uh, Terry and Heather represent something Noella used to have, but now has lost, which might be why she's having some hostilities. And Gina's like, also, Oosh. Heather's a total witch from hell. 
who's rude and <laughs> condescending and screamed at the entire production staff and her guests on national TV. But yeah, must be jealousy. She's she's a bomb who's gonna detonate. And Heather goes, which is terrible. I don't wish that on her or her family, but I also don't need to be in the way. Yeah, I don't approve of terrorism. So I'll <laughs> tell you that right now. I would prefer her not to explode herself, especially in my home. So Terry's like, all right, guys, this is the golden ticket. And Heather says, what if he wins? And he's like, this will buy us that jet. <laughs> so then the horses, horses go go racing. And at first, their horse is behind. But then it's like, oh, 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 honey, 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 honey. Wait, hold on a second. Heather, why are you going down to the racetrack? Hold on, horse. If you ever come for me <laughs> or my family, I will turn you into glue. So fast. <laughs> Proceed. Listen here, Elmer. If you come for me. So she sits on Terry's lap and starts like bouncing yeah, up and like, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She Kyle Richards it. Yeah. And then the horse wins. And she's it like, wins. here's to our new jet. And she makes this face like, oh, he's so ridiculous. But, you know, she's like, we're getting a jet. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go to Noella's house and she's got a dog in a pink fur coat named Rihanna. <laughs> that dog and it's little it's like an Angora sweater or something. It's just fluffy, <laughs> just like walking around. And you know Rihanna watches these shows. I really want to know what Rihanna thinks about that. So Rihanna call us. Why do you um, think her name is Rihanna? That's why that's why she named why. it Rihanna. Like Noella's so transparent. Okay. Now you're <laughs> gonna be trying to get Rihanna attention like other housewives by naming your dog Rihanna. That dog's name was probably Daisy until she got cast on the show. <laughs> and we all know it. <laughs> poor, you know, if she should have just kept a Daisy, I'm sure Daisy from Below Deck would have reached out. Oh, I saw your dog. <laughs> your dog is looking a little lazy to me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Did you feed your dog some pitas? <laughs> so Emily comes over and she's like, well, thanks for inviting me. I mean, it's really glad to have an opportunity to talk. And well, I guess I said, okay, if I whisper, because when I get stressed out, I hurt my voice. It hurts. Stress hurts my voice. And so um, Emily is like, oh, I wonder if there's surveillance equipment around. <laughs> Picking up some of Shane's comedy here. So she goes, I love him. I don't want this. But I feel like I would be such a fool to allow this man back into my heart, back into my home, into my bed, into my life. Into my charcuterie, into the Angora sweater that Rihanna's wearing. Shall I go on? Into the refrigerator, into the oven. Um, I'll do more. Is he is he asking for you back? I mean, where is this coming from? I know. Has, I was like, has, has, <laughs> is he trying? I love when people get dumped and they're like, "Yeah, well, I'm never getting back together with him." That's <laughs> like, yeah, you wasn't an option. <laughs> so she basically says, like, Sunday, I walk out to the foyer. And there's a man, and I see there's beautiful flowers. So I'm crying, and I'm like, "Wait, where's the note?" And then he, and then he goes, he says, "You've been served." <laughs> she was served with flowers. <laughs> and it turned out that it wasn't even the delivery man; it was Heather and Terry Dubrow. <laughs> You've been served. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! 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 
<laughs> Took me a moment there. Sorry, Ron. I almost left you hanging there. Anyway, okay. here's some soup cans, Campbell's, Progresso, whatever you need. <laughs> here's an old cabbage patch doll. Feed um, sausages. Have you tried them? They're supposed to be good. These are for you. So Emily's like, what? He served you with divorce papers with flowers? Like she's kind of laughing and she's like, wow, well, that, that takes the cake. I'm sorry. Well, it, I know it was so fucked up, but then actually Noella explains it and it makes a little bit more sense. She's like, well, the first time the divorce papers were served, my mother answered the door. By the way, Noella always tilts her head like it's like a pendulum when she talks in her interview. Well, the first time the divorce papers were served, my me- my mother answered the door. So technically, since I hadn't physically received them, I hadn't gotten service. So this time James sent flowers to make sure I was the one to come to the door can't write this shit up i just love that she was so easy like such an easy mark they just had to send flowers to get her served yes um so noella's like you know my goal is to keep this non-litigious and she's like well you've only been married one year right just no well yes but we've been together six years and we have a two-year-old so there's two of those years i mean it's been six years Okay, and Emily's like, "Well, at Jen's oh, at Jen's house, um, <laughs> Jen told me you weren't married and that you had a fake wedding, but you weren't really married. So she, I said you can't file for divorce. Shh. I said you can't file for divorce unless you were actually married. So, <laughs> and so Emily says, I think Noella is being perpetuated as someone who's really who's not really who she says she is, and I'm trying to see that her relationship with him and serving her divorce is true and accurate. So, which makes me question Jen. It's like, yeah, you should question Jen because she was served divorce papers, <laughs> and she's she's married. You know what it tells me? It tells me that basically Noella probably told Jen this spiel, like about like, oh yeah, we've been together one year, but then we were really together for six years, but like he was going through divorce. It just tells me that Dr. Jen just didn't listen, right? She just picked, she just like half listened, heard bits and pieces, didn't process, didn't bother to process, and now was just going on saying that they never were married. Right. Or like Jen's trying to shame her for maybe being him being married at the time that they got together or whatever, well, which I think that. Heathen. Yeah, which I guess that she said, she admitted anyway. It's like you're trying to shame someone that's shameless. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Noella does not give a fuck. She's not yeah. going to apologize to you for it. Um, also, did she get divorce papers? Like, let's just say if Jen is right, then we haven't seen the divorce papers. Maybe well, this whole thing is made up, you know, and that's the kind of housewives bullshit that I love. And I hope that it true. is made up. I mean, look, Jen could get lots of redemption. There's still plenty of season left for Jen to get redemption. And Noelle had to go in the trash bin, just like the flowers. Yeah, but for right now, yeah, Jen looks Jen looks nuts, but then Noella looks absolutely nuts too. I mean, this episode brought us a fight about you tagged me in a photo yeah. with a, when you looked bad in the picture. I mean, yeah, and sacrilegious Tom Ford devotion. <laughs> so ultimately, it ends with them um, basically just like throwing the flowers away, and Emily saying, "I just want you to know that you can call me anytime." Even if you drink too much or I drink too much or you say something shitty to me or I say something shitty to you, we'll work it out. Which I thought was like really funny that she put like disclaimers on it. <laughs> like, hey, right. I might get drunk and say shitty things to you, by the way. But, like, right. Like we're on a housewife show and we're going to be really terrible to each other. But you can still call me at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. It's just work. Um, That was the end of the episode. It was so good. Like I'm so Pretty proud fun. of Orange County for coming back. I'm really proud of it. Like it, that yeah. just goes to show. If Orange County can come back, New Jersey can come back. There's hope for Vanderpump Rules, everyone. So, yeah. 
Thank you all There's for There's always hope, guys. Let us leave you with that today. Because I think yesterday, the last thing I said was like, fuck everything. There's no hope for shit. So today, <laughs> guys, let's just leave it with there is hope. hope in the world. Okay. And uh, tomorrow, uh, we are going to be doing a shot-by-shot breakdown of the Summer House trailer. Because Summer House is coming back soon. So definitely watch that. That's also Crappens on Demand. And we also have the nominations coming out and a few announcements as well. It's just like, just... Be sure to follow us on social media or just listen to this podcast and you'll get all the important information, okay? Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClellan. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nicky Morgan letters. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 